Cultivation, Cultivation with Kevi. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cultivation with Kevi. I'm your host, Kevi the Dreamer. And today, look at this beautiful face that is right beside of me. You probably recognize her. <laughs> this is Kara Drew, formerly known as Cherry from WWE, one of my favorite all-time divas. <laughs> Definitely left an impact on me, and I'm representing today with my shirt. Had to Love represent. It. Thank you so much. <laughs> Kara, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic. I'm so excited to chat with you today. I love the shirt. Thank um, you. And thank you for giving me opportunity to contribute. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited. Kara, I always start off with just a couple icebreaker questions just to allow everyone to get to know you a little bit better. So I just have a couple random questions for you. Perfect. All right. Question number one is, do you prefer big dogs or small dogs? Uh, that's a great question. Um, I do prefer small dogs because I'm in love with puppies, but I love dogs in general. Um, so I have a little Yorkie who's sleeping right next to me. So, um, and now that I bought a house, I'm able with a fenced in yard, I'm able to get more. So I'm kind of, you know, figuring out what I'm going to do next. So I would love more Yorkies, but I'm just a dog lover in general. So I feel like the right one's going to fall on my lap and that could be a big dog, but I do prefer small dogs. I love it. I'm a little bit afraid of small dogs. So just oh, a little bit. I've, I've kind of had some bad experiences in the past, but I was a kid. So maybe now that I'm an adult, maybe, maybe they'll see my good side. <laughs> I can understand that. I've had a German shepherd issue before when I was younger. So I can understand that. That's funny. All right. Question number two is, is there a type of food that you will never eat? I do not like cinnamon at all, whether it's in gum or in food. Um, I'm not an avocado fan, which throws Natty off because she lives for her avocados. So um, that is funny. Yeah. And I'm not a sushi fan. Um, I just don't like the raw fish. I mean, I'll do like cooked fish, but sushi is not my thing. I am right there with you on cinnamon. It's like, it's like hot. I don't know what it is about it. Yeah. I don't. Oh, and the, when the pumpkin season comes out and everybody's all about it, I'm like, no, pass. No, <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> I'm not a pumpkin person either. That's so Yeah, funny. yeah. All right. My final icebreaker question for you is, if there is a movie about your life, who is the actress that's going to play you? Oh, my gosh. Um, I've always gotten that I look a lot like Christina Applegate through my, my out my life. So, yes, I, I can see that. Health isn't great right now, but um, probably her. I would have yes, to say, much, yeah. much, much <laughs> love to her. I can definitely <laughs> see that. That would be, that would be a movie worth watching. Oh yes. I, I love her. I've always loved her. So I, I was never, I loved the comparison. So <laughs> love it. great questions. Well, I love those. Thank you so much. So everybody, uh, we are here at cultivation with Kevy. As I always say, this is a self-empowerment self um, self-love platform. I'm big on giving yourself some love. I'm somebody that I've, we've all been through stuff. I don't want to say I've only been through stuff, but I'm somebody that I like to give back. I like to be positive. Um, so I just always call this self-empowerment. So um, I reached out to Cherry because I'm a huge fan and her story just really touches me. And I don't want to focus on anything negative or focus on anything 
um, back in the heyday of anything. I just, I like to focus on how people overcome things and what they've learned in life. And I love to just hear their story and apply it to my own life. So I'm excited to chop it up today with Cherry. I've been interchangeably calling her Cherry and Kara, but she's a (laughs) queen. So I'm so blessed to be here with her today. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. Um, Miss Kara, I would just like to know, just to establish the timeline, if back in 2008, when everything happened with the termination, were you ever officially given a reason? Uh, Budget cuts. It was the crash of the economy, Um, you know, and that's really just what it came down to. So um, I know there's rumors of what people's opinions were, what, what was said. I know I had a conversation with Johnny Ace um, and you know, that's, that's, I can't, like you said, I can't let the negativity, you know, get into that. So yeah, it Mm -hmm. was budget cuts and there was, you know, Domino was let go a week before me and they had two weeks there of talent and then they had another two weeks of corporate. So yeah. Yes, I do remember I've, so I was right around a senior in high school at that time. I've always been a huge fan. And I remember I remember there was a mass layoff of people. So um, I always, I like to just, you know, hear it straight from the source. I don't believe in rumors and, and negativity. Um, of course, there was a lot of stuff that was said, which I think was ridiculous. Um, so that's, I figured that there was something, you know, that was completely different. Um, yeah. So, So my question with that would be, obviously that that was a hard time in your life. You know, it was something that was very unexpected. Um, How did you find yourself getting over that when it happened? Wow. That's a great question. It, it was um, very difficult. Um, I think when I was there towards the end, things were very difficult for me. Um, Not in a sense. I mean, they were pushing me, so I was thankful for that, but I wasn't in a great space and, and, Um, I think that matters a lot. I kind of lost my support system. I got, you know, in my own head, which we all can do. Um, I'm on such a magnitude of such a magnifying glass with, you know, females in the industry anyway. So I got in my own head and, you know, I'm with these stunning, talented women and beautiful women and I have these opportunities and I just got super insecure. And um, I kind of got myself in a dark hole, which, you know, when you're not in a good space, it's hard to get yourself out. So, you know, when I was there, I was thankful. I loved it. Um, towards the end, it got very, um, toxic for me and I got myself in a space that was hard to get out of. Um, so I was devastated. Um, I really, I was happy I had my dream, but I just felt like, you know, this, this can't be the end of that. I felt like there was so much more I could give, but it was really kind of a blessing in disguise. And I didn't realize that until much, much later. So, you know, it was hard to, to, to just pick up the pieces and, um, Beth Phoenix and Natty were, were right there supporting me. And they flew me down to, I was living in New Jersey at the time. And they flew me down to, to Florida. They were like, we're going to do whatever we can. Like, we're going to do all fun things, no wrestling stuff. Like they really just stepped in to like support me and make things, um, make me kind of look on the positive side. But it was a long time before I was able to kind of see that it was a blessing in disguise. And, you know, I look back and I just kind of try to think, you know, I achieved my dream. I, many people don't have the opportunity to do that. I wasn't there as long as I wish, but I also was in a space where I couldn't be. 
Um, and in the space that I was, I would have let me go too. I mean, I completely understand, you know, I wasn't investing in myself and I wasn't giving as much as I probably should have. I, I really isolated myself mentally and, and withdrew from a lot of people where I, I wasn't getting into disagreements or being difficult to work with. I just wasn't going that extra mile. I wasn't in investing in myself, but I wasn't in a space to, I was so insecure and I was so self-conscious and everything that everybody said to me, I just took like so far and, you know, in my own head. So I, I didn't have the, didn't take advantage of the resources that I had to better myself. So, um, you know, and, and being able to kind of be withdrawn from that and get the support system, I really had to find a way to make myself better. I knew I didn't want to start over. So I said, wrestling was my thing. I just don't, you know, I need to find it, find something to focus on. So when I was in uh, Kentucky, I, I'd always had a sweet tooth, but of course, while you're training and wrestling, I would like to make the stuff and then bring it to wrestling class and let the guys all eat it. So I kind of got into like maybe doing like the cake decorating or desserts and things like that. So I had focused on going back to school for culinary and I needed something at the time. So Beth offered me to come live with her. She of course was still wrestling. She had two dogs and she asked me to come live with her while I go back to school. And it was really great because I was still living in New Jersey. I had just gotten my little girl. So I had a dog to take care, a puppy to take care of. I had my apartment. I had to pay, you know, get a job, go to school. So it became very tedious and, you know, coming to Beth's house here in Tampa, living with her, she's like, don't pay, you're not gonna pay any rent, just pay the utilities, because obviously they'll go up. I was taking care of her dog, I needed something to focus on. So I got into a culinary school here. And it wasn't what it was cracked up to be, you know, so I graduated with a 4.0. Um, I don't actually do anything into culinary anymore. But I look back on it now and I needed something to focus on. I needed the distraction. I needed something positive. It was very hard. I was still in a dark place, but I, I couldn't, I had to, I had to either sink or swim and I was going to swim. So, you know, I, I look back on it as, you know, I graduated 4.0. I, I found something and it kept me kind of going, but I was still struggling you know, with the self-consciousness and people reached out. And as soon as I got let go, I started to do some independence and, and signings. And because of everybody's thought of why I was let go, bless their hearts. These fans were saying some things that really hit me, my insecurity again. So it was just really hard to then go out and see the fans and take advantage because people wanted to see me at that point. So I was, you know, when people brought it up or, hey, we want to bring you in or we want to do this or that, um, it was hard for me to want people to see me. I, you know, was hard on myself where I basically, if I had to get ready for my day, I would not look at myself. I would just get myself enough ready to go with, with my makeup or hair and just go about my day. And I just had to ignore all of that. I had to try to silence my negativity. Um, and Beth and Natty were super supportive. I had, you know, you have to go through those things to come out better. So, you know, I just got a job. I went to school. I toughed it out. And Beth and Natty, when they were home, they were supportive and we did girl things. And 
you know, over time, I just started to, I still to this day have insecurities from it. And I get very self-conscious about doing some of these, these shows and stuff, but I'm in a better place. And I think the, the thing that's very important, especially about what you're about is you can never pull yourself out of something if you're in a toxic place. And I don't think that people realize how toxic their place is and it's, you can't get out of it if you don't know. So, you know, I think I went on a tangent and I think we'll go a little bit more into that, but, um, you, you can only save yourself. And if you don't know that you're in a place, that's a bad place to be, you're never going to figure it out. So <laughs> long winded question. Answer. No, thank, thank you so much. It sounds like a lot of awareness came to you that a lot of times, of course, in life, hindsight brings that they always say hindsight is 2020. Right. You may not know it at the time, you know, or when you're going through it, um, but it sounds like you were taken out of an environment that was toxic and you were going through some toxic things and being taken out of that environment. You started to see, you know, the problem with having that view and you had wonderful people surrounding you. You still post about Natty to this day. Um, didn't know about your relationship with Beth, but that's beautiful to hear that she's an amazing person as well. Um, yeah. So it sounds like you have what what came out of a difficult time came some long lasting lifelong friendships. They really, yeah, they're, they're wonderful women. And, you know, I couldn't have done it without their support. So, yeah, I mean, I was devastated and I didn't want to get fired. And, um, you know, that's kind of the, how the cookie crumbles, but, you know, in essence, I didn't really know how toxic it was for me. And it was really a blessing in disguise to release me from that. Um, because I was able to take my journey from that and figure it out. And, you know, you have to figure it out. And I, like you said, I had that support system to help me. So, yeah, that's beautiful. Is that where your friendship with Natty uh, came to be? You guys met through wrestling? Yes, yes. She uh, came on the road and I had met her in Deep South when um, we had done like a talent exchange between OVW and Deep South. But, you know, she was there um, about to get signed. So, she, you know, we didn't get to spend as much time together. But as soon as she came on the road, we just gravitated towards each other um, with that locker room. Because, you you know, when new girls come in, there's established friendships. So and the girls were always very nice to me. But I don't know, we just had this personality and we just instantly started traveling together. And it was it was perfect. Um, yeah, that's where it started. That's beautiful. And she's still there to this day. She's literally a legend. She's a veteran. Gosh, I know. Talk about someone who invests in themselves. Like they can count on Natty for anything, mm -hmm. you know, and that's the amazing thing about her. And, you know, the love and passion, it's, it's really embedded in her. Um, it's genuine. She loves it. She wrestles when she's, you know, today's Wednesday. So her and TJ have the school on Wednesday nights and, you know, she just came off of a nine day tour in Saudi Arabia. She'll be wrestling tonight, oh you know, even goodness. though she wasn't on raw. I mean, it's really just in her blood more than anything. And she's very good at it and a great mind. So, yeah, I know. I can't, I just like, I just did a signing uh, last weekend and I, it was just an overnight and I was like, girl, I don't know how you do this. Listen. <laughs> she's <so perfect laughs> yeah. She's incredible. Uh, Unbreakable that's... for sure. That girl. <laughs> That's beautiful to hear. She seems like a very beautiful person. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that you had somebody to help you through that time and you still have a relationship. 
that's yes. a beautiful thing when you find somebody that you are friends with after all these years. Because as I was going over my notes and re research, I, it's hard to believe that it's been 15 years. I know. Wow. Wow. I know. And I was her debut match, which we just treasure so much. So I, it couldn't have happened in, you know, with a better situation. So I'm glad I was able to contribute to her history too. So, and to be lifelong friends. So. How beautiful. Yeah. Something that I do want to touch on is I, I do remember hearing that you were very, um, or excuse me, my, what I want to say is you obviously had a lot of training. You obviously were trained to be a wrestler, but from my viewpoint as a fan, it seemed like you were used more as a valet. Do you feel like that was frustrating for you? Do you feel like you really got to wrestle or got to prove yourself? No, because I loved the gimmick. I knew that time would come. Um, I thought the gimmick was so unique. We put so much into it. It was just such a new, you know, thing that came around and we really, I'm a true wrestling fan. I mean, from back in the day where, you know, nowadays it's like you barely get a storyline to the next pay-per-view. Whereas, you know, you built up six months and then you wanted to see that WrestleMania match or you wanted to see that SummerSlam match, you know, you just, they, they built your heart into that storyline for months and months and months. So that's kind of where my heart was. So when we came up with the gimmick and it was truly unique, I was all about protecting Cherry because that's what it was. It was, you know, my boyfriend and my brother and they were kind of the bad guys. I was the good girl, which hadn't been done since Savage and Liz, you know, mm -hmm. so nobody mm -hmm. touches Cherry. Nobody talks to Cherry. Um, I don't get involved, um, but I like it when my boyfriend and my my brother start fights like it was just the dynamic to it. And we were able to really marinate and come up with different ways to incorporate me. And, you know, ultimately I wanted the, the, it to organically come about the cherry wrestles. You know, a lot of the stuff was, I didn't, it wouldn't have made sense if cherry came out and did Kara slice things. It just, because I was so true to the gimmick, I figured it would happen over time. So it wasn't frustrating. I, I think the frustrating part was there was so much more to the three of us and storylines that we could have done. We never took the skate off. I mean, for heaven's sakes, that's the easiest heat thing to do. Never did that. We had moves where they would pick me up and I would hit people with the skate where the skates I was still wearing. So no, it wasn't frustrating that I think it was frustrating that they, that they separate us so soon when there was so much more to give before doing that. You're taking me back to the golden era with that, with everything that you just said. It's It was such a beautiful moment. And like you said, it really hadn't been done since Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth, you know, yeah. and, and it was, it was almost like you hated the guys, but you loved Terry because Terry was, right. just a, you know, she was just like the girl next door. She was cute. She was beautiful, but uh -huh. she was there was just some, there was magic there. And then you had the throwback fifties theme with it. And, you know, and then when they started wrestling, like, uh, I, and, and I love that you said, um, there's, there's almost hard or there hardly is any more storylines. It's almost like, it's just kind of thrown together. What's the story? What's the purpose? And yeah, it's, it's a different time for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Roman Reigns is probably the one that is, has really been, gone the, the test of time is his storyline but most of them i mean you're lucky if you get two pay-per-views out of it you know that's i don't know it time changes things but yeah i remember 
waiting for that WrestleMania three, like dying for that day to happen. Cause see all of that come to play. So yeah. Old school yeah. stuff. Do you feel like, um, speaking of Roman Reigns, do you feel like it's about time to end the, the, um, the storyline going on currently? Are you kind of over it or are you still rooting for him? I think it's, it's a great storyline. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm, it's getting, I mean, I'm not obviously up there, so I don't know how they're going to twist and turn it. Mm. Um, but it's, it's definitely brought a lot more interest back, um, to see this. And I think he's done a great job. Obviously you can tell by all of the ratings and the, you know, mm -hmm. everything that's going on. So no, I love it. I'm, I'm super happy for him and mm -hmm. you know, that it was very interesting how it incorporated Sammy and that made it fun. So yeah, no, they're doing great for the product. That's exciting. Yeah. It, it, you know, I think I'm just speaking as a fan. I obviously have no insider knowledge, but it feels like maybe in today's current climate, the attention span is just so small, you know, so people get either get bored with it quick or they're ready to yeah. move on. But I think it, like you said, it's, it's good to look at something that's, you know, looking at Roman and he's just killing it and you look at him and he is, you know, he's killing his role and he's just, and it's, it's like the heat is building and the heat is building and you're ready for it to be like, you know, as the fan rooting against it, like, when is this going to be over? I'm so ready for someone to take it off. But that makes the story more powerful. So yeah, I yeah. miss those days of, yeah. um, you know, of the storytelling and everything. So it's just interesting to see, you know, from, I call it the golden era. It's my golden era. I don't know the official <laughs> timeline, but um, just to see how things were back then and just, you know, just to see how it's evolved. Of course. I, yeah. I love it. Um, what would you say is something that, and you've touched on it already um, it, through your story, but what, what would you say is the biggest lesson that you've learned from your time in WWE and just coming off of that and where you're at today? Um. I think everybody, when they, they, they want to get there and, you know, achieve their dream. But it's, I, I say to some of these young people that I meet is like, be careful what you wish for. It's not what you think it's going to be. I mean, you can make it the most. And, and I don't know if you've heard this before, but it's like, once you're the top guy, then you can call the shots. But when you're not, you're just scrounging and trying to get things, um, you know, fighting for yourself and pitching for yourself. So, um, it's, there's a bigger machine behind everything. So, you know, in OVW, you know, we all had insight and creative opportunities to pitch. And it was a lot more, um, a lot easier to put your input in there and get it to fruition. Whereas there's such a bigger, story as bigger machine up there that it's a lot harder you have to just go by what they're saying and it's it really is i mean you have the producers you have the agents you have vince you have you know the executives you have to think about like um you know the marketing and and it's just so much bigger so it's like until you get to be that big person you know that top guy that roman reigns that seth rollins that becky lynch you know it's hard to really kind of you're scrounging and you're fighting and you're working hard. It doesn't just end, you know, it's, it's a lot more of the networking and the understanding of the business. So, um, and I think that in life networking is such a huge thing, regardless of what industry you're in. I think that networking makes a huge thing, um, that people really need to invest in themselves and, you know, 
meet people and you know, those are the things that you really have to understand in life is you're never, you can't be stagnant. You have to keep investing. And I think Natty's just always been that, that example for me, you know, she's can do PR. She can, you know, they're looking at a new girl. They can trust her to, you know, give their input on that. She can train people. She can, you know, they need a match and a certain kind of match and they call her on it last minute and she can do it. And, you know, she's just, she's gorgeous. She can do photo shoots. She can, you know, do these make a wish foundation things. So it's just investing in yourself and realizing the ins and outs of that big machine. It's not just the wrestling. Great. You're a wrestler and you can pull off a good match, but once you're up there, it's, there's so much to it. So being able to absorb and talk to everybody, but also know when not to take advice and when to take advice because everybody's going to have an opinion. So yeah, that's probably what I think most when you get up there. Everything you said is very true. And also, there's a point that you made earlier that I wanted to circle back to. I want to pour into you and let you know, um, you said that you wish that you got to be there longer, but you did get to live your dream. And that's such a beautiful thing. You, you, you said that some people never get to reach that, but you did get to reach that. So, you know, you got to give yourself credit. You have to, to know that you made it. You may not have got to done everything that you wanted to do, but you did make it. And that's incredible. And it's inspiring. It's beautiful. And, you know, that's something that nobody can ever take away from you. Yes. And to say that I have dolls and I have, you know, people that send me letters and want to see me at these conventions and, you know, buy my merch. And, you know, it's it's to know that you're special to somebody and maybe more than just somebody you know, not everybody can say that. And that's what we do. That's what we wrestle for. And that's what we learn so long is to be able to perform for people and make them happy. We all look for, I think I've heard this saying once some, you never know when someone needs you to be at your best. And I think that that's what we do is people need something to look forward to outside of their lives. We don't know what people are going through, but they need that outlet. I mean, when nine 11 happened, you know, WWE was still there in those arenas and giving people, you know, that distraction from this horrible event in our history. And, you know, COVID people are just devastated, losing their jobs and getting sick. And, you know, it was just such a hard time, but WWE was still there. They made it work. They, you have to find a positivity in life to distract you because if you're just consumed with the negativity, you're never going to get out of it you need to have some sort of strength. And if that means distraction, you know, that's important too. How would you say that you maintain positivity and your mental health in your life? Do you have, I know that you've told me before your gym routine. So gym going to the gym is important. Yes. Well, funny enough, I have always hated working out but I knew it was better for me. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, forever I've, I've gone to the gym and worked out and had trainers and worked stuff on my own. But after you've done it for so long, you just get so burnt out from it. And, um, Natty and her sister, Jenny had told me about orange theory. So, um, I became very addicted to that. Um, so you, yes, you do have to find something that can distract you. And I, I still hate working out, but I go there. I hate walking in, but I love walking out because the, you know, you get a good workout in, um, you get it done and over with, and you're, you're, you know, it's making something, something you don't like worth it. 
because I go in, I don't have to think like I did on my own and they just tell me what to do and I walk out and I'm done. <laughs> but, um, so that's good. But I, but what I do want to kind of touch on is, is which I, you know, saying, like you said, circle back to what I mentioned before. But, um, if you don't, it took me a long time to get happy and I didn't, I thought I was happy, but I've now been come, come to a place where I never thought I could be this happy in my life. And, you know, it, it goes back to not knowing you're in a toxic situation or toxic relationship. So, you know, I've had my ins and outs and it took me a long time to, to get out of that insecurity, which I still have. It's not as bad as it was, but you know, with, with wrestling and just friendships and, you know, I think there was a conversation that Beth and I had, and it was really interesting. It's, it was this, so the scenario is if you take, if you put a pot of water on a stove and you put a frog in the water and then you turn it on, the frog will stay in there because it's not going to know the surroundings are getting hot to a boiling water. But if you take that same pot, you boil the water and you have a running boil and you take that frog and you throw it in the water, the frog's going to jump out because it can sense that it's a bad situation. I think that in life, if you don't realize that you're in a bad situation or a toxic situation, you'll never be able to understand what true happiness is. And I think that's what happened with me. You know, I was able to come out of wrestling and I found something else to distract myself with and I I worked on myself patiently and you have to give yourself patience. Um, I got into a relationship with a gentleman who had some, I didn't know, serious mental issues um, that rocked my world because I didn't understand what was going on. And then, you know, I did my research and found out that it was just never going to work because he had a, a social disorder. Um but I would, at the same time, I was working in an organization and my owners were toxic. And again, I didn't realize it. You trust people on their outside and I didn't realize it. And I started to see over time certain professional, personal opinions and actions that were happening Um but it's the, it's the slow boiling water situation. You know, I'm in a job where I'm just thrilled and happy and have this education and love what I do and love my staff. And, you know, but I, it was a slow boiling situation and, um, COVID happened and they let me go. And I instantly found the job that I'm in now. And I just did not, I, it was another blessing in disguise. And I was just kind of like, oh no, what am I going to do when I got let go from my job? Now, mind you, the relationship had been over with this gentleman. So I had already gotten one thing out of my life. So I let this, you know, I had interviewed for the job that I'm in now. I'm in insurance. I have never felt happy. I didn't know life could be this happy. Now that I've got that relationship out of the way and that work environment out of the way. And it's just, it's crazy. You just don't know you're in it and you can't fix it. I mean, I would, I probably would have stayed in that job because that's just who I am. I have work ethic and I just put up with stuff and not really understand that this is not good for me. This relationship, whether it's business or personal, is not good for me. And, you know, I found this job, which I, I, got, I'm thrilled with. I love what I do. 
I bought a home <laughs> from the first time in my life. I live really close to Natty. Um, I financially stable. I just, I've never felt this great in my life, but it's just really is if you can't, you don't understand what you're in it and while you're in it. And then when you're able to recognize it and get out of it, it's, you can see the positivity in things. I can see people frustrated and, and instead of going, Oh, that, that person's not a great person. That's a jerk. I, I, I think now, man, what, what happened to that person for them to react that way? Which is crazy, you know, because someone's reacting or being negative because of something that happened to them, you know, so I can see a lot more positivity, something, I don't know, something happens with my credit card or something, or, you know, something happens in life. I'm not flying off the handle. I'm not like, Oh, that's just typical of my life. No, I'm just like, Oh, well, I'll fix it. You know, whereas before I was so short and I was just so in despair and just, this is my life is just, Oh, you know, it's like, no, it's okay. Well, that stinks. You know, I had a crack in my shower and I was just like, well, that I'm glad I found it now. And it's only 300 bucks, not 4,000. You know, I can think now when you're in a good place, you can see a little bit more of the positive when those little bumps in the road come up. You know, so, oh, my, my dog has something medical. Oh, well, I have that care credit card. You know, I have this, you know, it's like you can see more positive things when you're in a, in a better light, but it's, it's very hard for people to understand if they are in a toxic relationship of any sort. So once you're able to recognize that and get out of it, cause we all have choices. Life is amazing. <laughs> I love to hear that for you. I love yeah. that. Congratulations on buying your first home. That is, you. I mean, amazing. Um, I love the analogy about um, the frog and the water. I've never heard that before, but that's that's a very that's a good one, and it's very yeah. um, it's eye opening. Yes, it definitely resonated with me when Beth mm -hmm. was sharing that, and I was just like, "Wow, that's so true." You know, when you put it in that fashion, you just don't mm -hmm. ever know. So. And that's life though, you know, so wow. we have choices and are you mm -hmm. willing to go the hard road and get out of that toxic situation? Um, you know, when I was living with my boyfriend at the time and I had to leave, you know, it was, he had this one last draw where he sent me a text message with all this scathing information with scathing names. And I just said, I'm done. And ironically, staff members of mine, 12 of my staff members were like, I was like, I got to go. I got to pick up my stuff. And I, I moved myself out. Um, I had 12 staff members, which I didn't think would, I didn't share this with them, but I had a, a colleague that shared and grabbed 12 people and packed up all of my stuff. And I was couch surfing for two weeks and that's hard. That's hard to, you know, have to still live and, you know, break that off and just bounce really, you know, and, um, the, the amount of money it costs to, to do that. But, and that's scary. Cause some people be like, Oh no, it's just, it's just easy to keep them. You know, I don't have the finances for this, that, but you know, it, it's hard to change that and you have to fight for yourself. And I fought for myself. So, and it was the best thing I ever did. And ironically, when that happened as well, my bosses at that toxic job were going through some personal issues where they were absent from the business and they needed to be, I mean, my one boss was, was going through something really, really heart wrenching with her family and they were best friends and they, they needed to be away. So I was glad to be again, happy to be in my job, glad to be that person that can just run the business while they're gone. And it was a good year. And so I, my relationship broke up 
and I still needed to carry their business. And, you know, it was hard. It was really hard, but it was just the best thing that I ever did. It's, it was a, you know, big hurdle to jump through, but it needed to happen. And, you know, people just take the easy road, even though they know that they need to do something better for themselves, but it's worth it. It's life is too short to not be happy. And it's, it's hard, but if you have a good support system, like I did, then, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing too. And it's not somebody like giving you money or, you know, any of that stuff. It's just, you need someone to just say, I'm unhappy and I'm upset and I'm sad and I don't want you to fix it. I just want you to listen. And sometimes that's all people need to make themselves a little bit better. I love <laughs> it. It's so true. And what I'm hearing is it's hard, but just get up and do it, which is, I'm going to take that as just go to the gym, Kevy, <laughs> because I hate it. Find I'm like you. Funny. You know, for a while there, Jenny was doing um, this, it was called a row house and it was just rowing. She, and she enjoyed that. Find something that, that you enjoy because I hated going to the gym, figuring out my routine, but then found orange theory and I go five days a week. It's, it's intense, but find something that'll get you to do that thing that that's hard to do, but you know, is good for you. <laughs> Well, I'll always remember this. I love that you said, I hate walking in, but I love walking out. Yes, girl. I love yeah. that. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah, love it. Great. Especially when I go with, with Natty and her, and her sister and mom. Oh, we do that a lot. <laughs> we're trouble because we're just giggling and laughing and getting that workout in. Yeah. Oh, They're, my gosh. I've... Her mom are just like Natty. They're so funny. Oh, wow. Okay. She, oh my gosh. She used to crack me up on Total Divas. I was like, she's so funny she's hysterical there and she gets it from her mom her mom oh my gosh i just that's and that's funny. the thing like natty loves being home so she's a homebody of course because she travels too much and now that mm -hmm. i have this beautiful home i never want to leave so anytime i do leave i'm just either here or at Natty's house <laughs> doing the girl thing so love and life i feel like working out with natty would be intimidating for me though i would be like this badass is totally gonna kick my ass oh it's great <laughs> You always want to work out with someone like that'll motivate you. So trying to keep up with her gotcha. is, is great. Yeah. She's fun. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. Shout out to Natalie. Yeah. Just, I love it. Good girl. Natalia. Excuse me, Natalia. I said not, I was trying to be proper, but it's Natalia. Excuse me. <laughs> right. Right. Nah, I, um, <laughs> I just want to say one final thing. Um, I, I just want to thank you for your time. I just want to thank you for being here. Um, and I just want to, for anybody that is reaching for their dream, anybody that is discouraged or anybody that's going through difficult times that we've talked about, um, just go through it, just do it. And you'll find yourself on the other side. And I feel like we'll have the hindsight to there. Everything is for a reason. Um, so yeah. there's whatever it is that you're going through, you may not see it at that moment, but you'll look, I'm sure that you'll look back in time and you'll find what that reason was. So I'm, I'm glad that you are still standing and you're finding joy after what you've been through and you're finding, you know, happiness in life and people that are make life worth living people are, you know, when you have that beautiful support system and people that you can laugh with laughing is, I think is the best medicine. Um, so I just love to hear that. It really is. And, and you're right. Everything does happen for a reason. You don't know the reason why, but um, you know, it's put into your life for a reason. And those obstacles are there to build you to be stronger. So I agree. 
and it's hard, you know, it's very hard to, to see that at the time, but you know, once you get through it, you just, you're surprised at how strong you really can be. Yes. Well, everybody, I thank you so much for listening to this episode. Cherry, thank you for being here with us. Cherry from WWE, everybody. Um, if you would like to share anything or, or promote anything, now's your chance to let everybody know we are here to support you. Well, thank you so much. And this was great, you know, focusing something on something that's positive and kind of how you kind of come through that. It's definitely a change and I love it. And I'd love to be on this, um, this platform with you. So, um, yeah, anybody that wants to reach out to me, I'm on Twitter as uh, former diva cherry. So FMR diva cherry. Um, I'm on Instagram at DDC chick. Um, you can catch me there. And I also have links to cameo. If anybody wants a cameo video, um, that's listed on my Twitter and my Instagram. So I don't have a Facebook regardless of the ones that are out there. Those are not me. Um, but yeah, so I would love to hear from everybody. I, I love those check-ins and people, um, wanting to say, just even say hi. So, um, thank you so much, Kevin. It's great to thank see you. It's great you. to see you. Thank you so much for being here. And please support my girl. Please support my girl, Cherry. We love you so much. And everybody that's been listening, thank you so much for being here. This has been another episode of Cultivation with Kevy. Until next time, God bless and take care. And that wraps another episode of Cultivation with Kevy. I really hope that you've enjoyed yourself and that the information was beneficial to you. I strive to create an environment that promotes and is conducive to healing. If you enjoyed what you heard, please do me a favor. Go to your streaming platform of choice that you listen to your other favorite podcasts on and give Cultivation with Kevy five out of five stars. If you also would like to share your experience, please write me a review. Thank you so much for your time. And as always, take care and God bless. See you next episode. K-A-M-E.